Welcome back, Closing Time fans. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a very special episode because it's a holiday episode. The most special time of the year. You're with your family. You're with your friends. Your two best friends, Milan Horansky. Sully Solberg. In the building. And that's what's going to happen. We're going to tell you about our favorite holiday memories. So, grab the eggnog. Grab the rum. Pour a little in. Maybe grab a sugar cookie. Sit down. Put the headphones in and get ready to listen to episode number Christmas of the Closing Time Podcast. Oh, closing time. Oh, closing time. How dumb are your little host? And we see the Holy Ghost of Christmas past. And so will you when you listen to this episode of the Close to Die podcast. <laughs> What's going on, podcast losers? It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to chill with you. We're going to have some fun times. This is going to be coming out after, after Christmas, if you choose to celebrate. Mm-hmm. What happened on your Christmas? Or Who showed up drunk to your... Yeah. Which family member came uninvited or family friend? Exactly. Who crashed the party this year? You... Who... Who ruined everything? Yeah. Who opened the wrong gifts? Who brought the shittiest gift to Secret Santa? We want to know. So DM us on Instagram and tell us your favorite Christmas memories. It's going to be a good time. It sure is. Christmas is past. Maybe you're in a little bit of a funk. You're like, what am I going to do now? All that anticipation. Maybe you're nervous about the new year. Maybe the new decade. 2020 is coming. What have you done? Maybe you haven't done anything. But you know what? You can't change that now. That's behind you. you what you got to do is you got to look forward. You got to look to what's about to come. All right? Maybe Christmas is done. But if you're Ukrainian, you still got January 7th for Ukrainian Christmas. I don't know when Hanukkah is, but that probably hasn't passed. That's yet. eight whole days. Yeah. I don't know if that's still going. But yeah. if it is still going, you know what? Turn that Hanukkah frown upside down because you yeah. got time to improve. There we go. You got eight days. You got eight candles. That's about all I know. I'm really <laughs> showing my ignorance, but that's okay. Exactly. It's all right because right now you're listening to the Closing Time Podcast. We're talking about our favorite holiday memories. And so we're going to give you our favorite memories so that you can see how dumb they are. And then you can say, wow, my problems really aren't that bad. Very true. So what's your favorite? Christmas memory. Man, I have a couple good ones. Uh, last year was pretty eventful. Mm-hmm. I had a family member bring uh, their girlfriend. Nice. She just got fucking hammered. She brought it my uncle's wine and nice. she was just slamming it. In a, in a mason jar. Yeah, pretty much. It was like moonshine. Yeah. I saw her the other day at the calendar store. She works at the calendar store. It's a weird place to work. I know. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, but she came and we're playing like fucking um, this game. I can't remember what it's called though. It's like some kind of card game. Okay. But it's like everybody in this, there's like multiple people, seven people. And uh, my auntie never gets mad. So it was the funniest thing to see. But she kept like ripping on my uncle. So she'd be like, oh, a six of hearts. Well, maybe that's because maybe sometimes I wish you had six hearts instead of zero. And then my auntie would be like, it's Christmas. <laughs> I told you to stop being mean to each other. We're supposed to be nice in the holiday spirit. And she was like yelling nicely first. And then she was like, if you don't stop fucking making a scene. I was like, holy yeah. Shit, this is awesome. And uh, eggnog fueled that one, so it's pretty good, pretty good time. Do you guys have any any special games you play? Any oh. special traditions? We play something called catchphrase. Oh. You know what that is? I've like played it once. It's pretty fun. It's like charades, but it's just like it gives you the I bet that starts some pretty heated heated altercations. Well, it does because like my family's really competitive, right? Yeah. So it's like they don't want to lose a game that's worth nothing. Yeah. And then we play this thing called horses where it's like my grandpa made it. It's like this horse game. And you, if you roll like a two, then you get to move the horse up. <laughs> but it's like any numbers uh, that are Move it up, up what? Up, it's like a board and then you like move the horse up. Did you make the one. board too? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where did you get the horses? He made them. Out of wood. Out of wood. <laughs> what? And that's you just roll a dice and you move the horse around the board? Well, no, but if somebody else, if you roll a horse, right? If you roll a two horse, like okay. you roll a snake eyes, right? It's two. <laughs> that's rare. So obviously you need less space to move up. If you get three snake eyes, then you win. 
But if somebody else rolls a one after you roll a one, then your horse has to go back to the start. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing ever. No, it's really fun. It reminds me. me of like, I know you didn't watch it, but like on How I Met Your Mother, they always create a new game and no one knows how to play it. I feel like the only guy who really knows how to play it is your grandpa because he invented it. <laughs> he just changes the rules to make him win. No, no, no. On your second snake, guys, you actually get to move up halfway between where you are now and the finish line. So wherever <laughs> that may be, uh, that's where you're going to move up. So we just started playing. So you're saying you get to move halfway up the board. I mean, I don't make the rules. I mean, yeah, you do. It's <laughs> your game, grandpa. Or, right. or he's just the total opposite. He's just like, I made the game. I make the rules. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, you win again. You see this? You see this horse? You know how long this took me to whittle? <laughs> I was sitting in a garage, hiding from everyone, whittling away. I started in June. Because I knew this day was coming. Because I knew this day was coming. Last time you were like, Grandpa, you don't have anything to do. Guess what? I fucking whittled horses for <laughs> your bitch ass. I think of a game. I think of snake eyes. I think of everything. What do you guys, all I get is backlash from this family. <laughs> That's what Christmas is really all about. Yeah, but we're sick and tired of playing the game because you've won every single time. It doesn't matter that I'm undefeated. <laughs> I mean, no one's counting, but six times. <laughs> six times horseballs champion. <laughs> all right, what's your favorite Christmas memory? I remember one year, I got the Wii. I was excited. Everyone was talking about the Wii. I think I was a year late on it. And, of course, there's no batteries in the house. So I'm playing, and what are we trying to do? We're taking, we're switching batteries from different remotes. We're doing the thing. You ever take the back off the remote? You rub the two batteries together. Like that's gonna do something. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck does that do? My mom's sitting there, like twiddling her hands, like, oh fuck, I like, know exactly like, what you mean. Like, she's trying to spark a fire. Like, what, <laughs> like, what are we gonna do? How's we're we gonna recharge the dead batteries? Starts praying for the batteries to be charged. Yeah. You know what my worst memory is? Is back when I used to work at Shoppers. I remember it was a nice day, nice Christmas day. It's like minus three. I get all my new stuff. My mom realizes she's like, "Oh, I don't have any cranberry sauce. What's the one place that's open?" Shoppers Drug Mart. Shoppers Drug Mart, only place that's open. She sends me there. I still work there. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna wear all my new stuff." That year, I got a gold chain. I was feeling fucking good. I put on that. I put on my new shirt. I put on my new toque. I put on my new, my new, lumberjack, jacket. <laughs> and I go there, and everyone's giving me weird looks. I'm like, "What the fuck?" You guys don't think I shop on Christmas? Just just a man looking for some cranberry sauce. What's with all these? What's with all the faces? Then I come back inside. I realize all the tags are still on what I have. So I, I'm walking through a store full of people looking for shit at the last second, and I got a I got a big ass tag just flying in the wind, coming off my new toque, dangling off the pom pom. <laughs> look like a fucking idiot. I still have the large sticker on my shirt. Nice complete goofball that might be one of my worst memories but uh other than that you know everything goes fairly smoothly there's always uh some stupid debate that gets brought up and it's like why the fuck are we talking about this again you know yeah. every year it's always some debate that like doesn't need to be had but everyone's regretting our shit to say you know yeah and it's like gordy how could kick the shit out of fucking Mark Messier, and then someone's like, "Are you kidding me? The eras, the eras they played in." And it's just like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Why? We, everything was going well. Yeah. And she'll the say, moms don't give a shit about this stupid sports debate, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's just having their own fight. Your mom's arguing over who makes better turkey. Your dad's arguing over whether Mark Messier can kick the ass of some fucking <laughs> kick the ass, <laughs> kick the ass of somebody. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, my my family has the same thing all the time. Because it's like some everything's going well, well, well. Everything's going well, and then you just think to yourself, "When are things going to turn to? When are things going to turn? turn how we worst. all how we all know they're going to turn? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, What's going to be the catalyst this year? That's like um, my uh, my family is notorious for doing like if there's anybody new coming to the family dinner. Yeah. So like we have a family dinner, everybody knows each other. But if you're new, you have to stand. My auntie makes you stand up. Yeah. And, and say what <laughs> and and give three facts about yourself. Ah, oh, that's the, that's like that's like the first day of school times three. Yeah, and my me and my cousins are like I don't know I feel like we're all related to shy people. Okay, because every single time it's like the most awkward thing ever. Right. Um. But the funniest one was my cousin Brianna's. Uh, she brought her boyfriend Lance. <laughs> Lance. Yeah. This guy seems like a like a real stud. Oh, he is. He's 
fucking male male H and M fucking model looking dude. You know, he has the name of a Sir Lancelot, but uh, of a jouster of a jouster. But um, he's like a devout Christian, I guess, or he's religious. Anyways, okay, whatever. Okay, and uh, he stands up and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I'm happy to be here on Christ's birthday. Thank you all. <laughs> yeah, thank you all. It means a lot." He's like, uh, I met Brianna about three years ago. I'm from Winnipeg, but I moved to Calgary, and uh, I love Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And my dad just goes, oh, isn't that a bunch of bullshit? <laughs> everybody looks at my dad. He's like, come on. Everybody knows back in the, the back in B- 1857 <laughs> BC that Christ was actually, he was actually a misconception of, and everybody's like, wait. Come on. He's like, yeah, well, everybody's, Lance is like, everybody's entitled to their opinion. And they're like, don't let him, don't let him, don't, don't, let, him don't let him do this. Don't, you don't, you don't have to listen to this. So Lance is like, can you pass the potatoes later on? And my dad's like, yeah, I'll pass the potatoes. See, Lance, you think the thing about Jesus Christ, okay, is that everybody thinks he was white. Meanwhile, he was actually African-American. And like, just like, <laughs> my dad just like spit and blasphemy. Classic family dinners. But yeah, do you, have, do you have anything like, do you have any family members that just like, just don't like get social norms you know what i mean like, like they just what, so they like, don't get like they don't get like like social boundaries you know i don't know none of that really come to my to my christmas events you know yeah because every year we do like the same thing because i never see like my dad's cousin like my dad's brother's kids so like obviously my cousins are trying to explain it uh i never see like that Side of the family because my dad has one brother, my mom has nine siblings, so it's like obviously you're gonna see the nine siblings side more than you see the one brother side. Yeah. Um, but no, they're they're pretty pretty normal people, big sports people. Mm-hmm. So very competitive nature. You know what I wonder? You know how like your family has like family dinners, right? Yeah. At what point do you have to start branching off to where it's like you and your brothers now? You know? What do you mean? Like. I guess it's like when your family member passes away, like your grand grandparent passes away. Because like for me, like I used to always go to my grandparents' house until they passed away, right? Oh, okay. But now it goes to like different parent people's houses, right? So like, at what point do you I have to start hosting it? Yeah, like stop going to your aunties and then come to and then one of the aunties' kids that has to start hosting. And then that rotates around. Yeah, we're saying, or it'd be like your brother would host one year, you know? Right. So, like, for me, like, eventually, like, at one point, Christmas will be at Brayton's house. Yeah. You know? And then one year, Christmas will be at Matthew's house. Yeah. Yeah. I know. At yeah. what point does it get there? Because like, that's when you're officially, like, old, you know? Yeah. Everyone everyone that asks you, what are you up to every year, there's more pressure to make it more impressive, you know? Yeah. When you're, like, grade eight, you know, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm 13. I don't do anything for a living, you know? <laughs> yeah. Man, it was so funny. I went to my mom's dinner yesterday. Okay. And uh, it was just like me, my internal family, like brother sisters, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But my sister just doesn't get like social boundaries either. Like she's still learning that. Okay. She's like thirteen. Yeah. So she should get it. But yeah. She kind of just doesn't get like that. She shouldn't say certain things. Yeah. So we're talking, and my sister just goes. Uh, she looks at me. She goes, "You have a lot of blackheads." I was like, "What?" She's like, "You have a lot of blackheads, and your hair is your hair is starting to get like." I don't know, weird. Like, your hair's getting weird. I was like, what do you mean it's getting weird? She's like, I don't know. There's just less of it. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and she was going around doing that to everybody. Like, just like saying You have a things. lot of black kids. Your complexion needs work. I'd give yeah. it like a B. Uh, they have like a thing for that. It's called the black hair eraser later. <laughs> uh, maybe you should ask someone for that for Christmas. It's only the 21st. You still have time. Uh, yeah. That's my impression of her. <laughs> yeah. Or she, she like looked at my brother. She's like, are you ever going to have kids? And you're just like, <laughs> um, I feel like that's good though, because like, if you have a very younger sibling, they like they don't have any responsibility to be like politically correct or like not hurt anyone's feelings. They just say whatever the fuck they want, and that conversation has to follow it. You know, yeah, true. You would think it would be the older person that follows it, but that person is just sitting there watching overall. But the youngest person just says like. Yeah, you know, I just think Christmas is just a bunch of bullshit or something like that. And then everyone has to follow it. And you can't get mad because they're so young. You yeah. Know? I don't know what kid would think Christmas is such a bunch of bullshit, but you know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Yeah. She was doing that the whole time. It's pretty funny. Crooked teeth. Big ears. <laughs> I this, t- this turkey is dry. It's just like, come on, man. 
Have you ever been to like a dinner where you like really didn't like the food and you had to pretend like you liked it? I mean, like I've been to the dinners where it's like the turkey's kind of dry, but it's like one of those things you just power through. Yeah. You know? You're like eating it, you have to like take a gulp of water yeah. every couple seconds. Yeah. So like my auntie is notorious for making shitty shortbread. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why you still don't like it? I brought home shortbread for my mom. And he's this, this guy's like, oh, I don't like shortbread. The Mr. Sweets guy who has a major sweet tooth. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like? <laughs> I wonder if anyone thought I'd just call you Mr. Sweets. <laughs> Mr. Sweets. <laughs> Mr. Sweets, I bring him some yeah. cookies. We just have weird ass names for each other. Mr. Uh, Toots. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's still like a barrel version because it's Mr. Yeah. Mr. Tootsie. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Tootsie oh, over Mr. Here. Tootsie over here. Mr. Tits. Mr. Tits. Mr. Tits, <laughs> Mr. Tits McGee. <laughs> no. Mr. Tits. What do you think of my turtleneck? It's very, it's very holiday-esque. No, you look like you look like, you're like a struggling artist. Remember how good Christmas was when you remember, like when you actually thought Kay, you, Santa was coming. You know why Christmas is way dopier with doper when you're dopier, dopier when you're a kid. What? Okay, obviously there's the Santa Claus aspect, which is dope because like you're like, oh, this magical being is going to be in my house, right? But another thing that's crazy about Christmas is that you had gifts that weren't practical. You know, you had gifts that were just like for fun. Because now for Christmas, I ask for pots and pans. Yeah, but when you're a kid, you're like, I want a fucking transformers walkie talkies yeah you don't need those you just want them yeah and so then now it's just like you ask for things that you need you don't ask for things that you want yeah you know i see mean? what you mean it's not funny You're like oh the silverware yeah dude i'm gonna eat, i'll eat so much with this yeah this is gonna be so look how sharp this knife is yeah probably you're, like one of those ones from tv that can like cut through a boot you're not thinking about how awesome it is you're thinking about how like good your decision to ask for this was you know yeah yeah like, fuck yeah good yeah. Good work this year. Yeah, that's what I thought. After we got our pots and pans, I was like, man, that was a good ask. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just like, I don't know. If you were, think about this. If you were a kid, and you, or no, if you, no, if you're a kid, if you're at this age right now. Yeah. And you could ask for something that you just want, not practical. Yeah. What would you ask for? If I was a kid in today's no. day? If you were just who you are right now. Yeah. Not based off of like anything you need. Yeah. So just something like plainly on just what you want. What would you ask for? What I want. Fuck, I brought you into a philosophical. Yeah. Philosophical. What do I really want in the new year? <laughs> what do I need going into 2020? For me, I feel like uh, I just need more headspace. <laughs> I need to be uh, more mentally clear. I know I'd, I'd probably ask for those ocean tapes I've always wanted to listen to <laughs> uh i don't know i i could use like a, like a new car but like that's I, i'm trying to think of like something like that's actually something you could get you know yeah i think i got asked for like new shoes or something you know yeah but you could ask for that that's not like just plainly for fun yeah i guess so i'd ask for like shoes that i want though like what's the what's the adult equivalent to transformer walkie-talkie those hell gloves where you punch something and goes like raw you know <laughs> Hulk smash yeah um maybe like a video game console that's a good one that's a good one anytime you got a video game console as a kid it was like once every like six years yeah it's every, like, holy shit everybody's like oh my god look at this one Derek got an xbox one. you hear your parents like whispering to each other yeah. as you're opening up oh my god he's gonna love this <laughs> i can't believe we got that fuck yeah It'll be worth it. I remember I got a Guitar Hero 3 and it wouldn't work. The day I wanted to play with it, the little chip thing wouldn't connect. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> you know? Yeah. There's no more frustrating thing than having a toy and it won't work. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I remember I had to call my cousin Philip, who I like don't, like, I don't not like him, but like, I yeah, see Merry him Yeah, you, you fucking idiot. Tell I me see, how this I works. I see him once every like, f- like five years, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grade four is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got the Guitar Hero three, and uh, the chip won't uh, connect to my uh, my uh, jamming uh, equipment. So I was just wondering, uh, what's what's the deal? What's up with that? You work at a video game store. You should know this. Did you blow on the disc? <sighs> Obviously, I blew on the disc. Did you spit on it and rub it with your shirt? Did you do <laughs> ever do that? No. Oh, we do that all the time. You just spit on the spit on the. On the back of the game, and you rub it with your shirt. Ugh. I thought you were like trying to. Never mind. I thought you were trying to do like a, some kind of innuendo there. 
You'd be spit on the desk. Yeah, spit on the desk. <laughs> and then rub, start it, asking, and you and rub it with your shirt. I was I, like, where are you going with that? I start asking really sexual things on, on our Christmas podcast. All the parents are like, oh my God, I love this. All of a sudden, yeah, you ever blow somebody? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I had like a family, not, not, not like a Christmas thing, just like a family get together. Yeah. And one of one of the cousins was like, "I have a podcast." And then all my older aunts are like, "What's a podcast?" How do you? This is like my brother came up to me. He's like, "I finally figured out how to listen to the podcast." I was like, yeah. "How did you? How does it take that long?" He's like, "I Googled how to listen to podcasts," and he downloaded the app and then he figured it out. I'm pretty sure you can just you literally can type it into like the just Google in general and something will come up. Yeah, yeah. if you type in our names, it'll come up too. Yeah. So I mean. What is this guy? He doesn't know how to use it. He doesn't know his home row and it's it is, it is how to type on a keyboard. He can't figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, what's that podcast? I was like, oh, it's just basically like a radio show, which it isn't. But no. And they're like, uh, how do you uh, record it? And I'm like, with a microphone. And, uh, you know, so it's like those questions. But then other people are like, what do you talk about? And then it's just like, well, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of different things. Um, I have a co host. I. Have known him for uh, years, and I'm trying to like you just think you, of like a diplomatic way to say it. You, you know? just like divert off of the path. You just start talking about me. Like he's got blonde hair. He's um, uh, he is quite the firecracker. Yeah, and they're um, like, okay, well, what else do you talk about then? You know, I'm like the master of doing when like because my family's huge. Like it's overwhelming even for me. Yeah, uh, especially on my mom's side. Like I said, my mom's got nine siblings, so. With all those people in one room, everybody's asking a million questions. You know what I'm the master of doing? Hmm. Getting it back onto them. They'd be like, uh, how's school going? I'm like, Not bad. Anyways, your kids, you have three. How's their school going? Mm-hmm. What are they doing? They're still in it? Wow. Wow. And they just be like interested in what they have to say. Not yeah. that you're not interested, but you really like well, have it up, I, you know? yeah. Well, everybody loves talking about themselves, right? I, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I kind of do. Really? When it's Christmas time, people ask what I'm up to. And you know that you could just like stunt on them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it's fun when there's when there's four. Imagine if there was forty in a room. Oh, I guess you so. know what I mean. Yeah. Think of think of if if you had nine aunties, how many? Seven aunties and then two uncles all in the same room, and then each of them has their kids. How many times are you gonna be asking, answering the same shit? You yeah, know? that's true. Enough. People ask me about comedy. They're like, uh, "How do you write your material?" And then by the end, I'm just like, "I I dream in jokes. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I just dream and it's like a laugh track in my head, and then sometimes." I just wake up and it's just there, you know? It's each, crazy. Each time you like give them a different story. Yeah. You're like, I actually, uh, I inhale um, fresh like bath salts, water yeah. bullshit, and I sit there for 30 minutes, trip balls, and next thing you know, I have a full five minutes of comedy in my head. What I wonder is like, what, what are they, what are they, because they always, they always listen with such, such intent and such, like they're, they're so closely listening, you know? Mm-hmm. And what I wonder is, like, what are they expecting to hear? Because it looks like they want their minds to be blown when they when they ask, how do you come up with your material? Yeah. You know? Like, well, I can only write it in one place. It's the Northgate Mall. <laughs> right next to the Burrito Splendido stand. Now, I know that's, I know you might be thinking that doesn't exist, but it does. You just have to look hard. And they're like, oh, that's how you write it? You're like, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. All right? I get the mucho... El Grande Nacho Supreme. That's the only thing I can write with. I have to eat it in under three minutes or else my material is just going to go spoiled. Or else I won't be fueled. Yeah. I have to write with a number two HB pencil. Never pen. Ryan from H&M always walks by at the exact same time. As soon as he walks by, I can begin. As soon as he walks back, I have to finish. (laughs) And as soon as he walks back, that is it. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I know. It's like, everybody, put your pencils down. <laughs> but no, it's such a boring answer every time. I'm like, well, I just, uh, sometimes I see things that are funny, and I think that would be that would be good for, uh, for a joke, and I just write it down. And uh, sometimes it's not even funny the first time, but, uh, you know, I make corrections. I, uh, and they're like, oh, my God, this kid's boring. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Tell us about the Mucho Grande Nacho Sup- Supreme, dude. <laughs> What do you eat when you write? What kind of diet do you have? Whose material do you steal from? Yeah, people people ask me like, who's your who's your favorite comedian? My like seventy year old auntie asked me that. I was like, well, I don't know. I like uh, Dave Chappelle. Like, I try to think of like the most 
globally famous comedian. She's like, oh, never heard of him. So it's just like, well, who could I say that you would know? You know, she, then she gets when she goes, you know who's funny? Yeah. You know who's funny? Amy Schumer. And you're yeah. like, no. No, that'd be like, I feel like that'd be the last thing a 70-year-old auntie would want to hear. Oh, I guess Amy so. Schumer. Or they'd be like, you know who's funny? I don't know who's old. Bill Cosby. And you're like, yeah. oh, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if you have the TV. I don't know if you have the TV. But, He's actually uh, in the Slammer. The Slammer? She's like, no way. What did no he do? Way. What did he do? Bill. You're like, well, a creepy old guy like that. Take a wild guess. Tax evasion. <laughs> tax evasion. Just kidding. Not tax evasion. Uh, do your parents ever talk to you about, or your family, are they interested in like your comedic endeavors? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always like, how's comedy going? And I give kind of a long-winded answer. I don't know. <laughs> like you do. You're a master of giving long-winded answers. Yeah. And then they just don't ask again. So it's kind of like, but the worst thing is when you say that long-winded answer and then somebody else walks in, they're like, oh, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Well, you know, I'm actually taking a break from comedy for the uh, into the new year, and then you start going to it. You're like, I just need to write more. You're like going through your trial and tribulations. You're like, I need to write more because you see, my material is just not clear cut. And they're like, I don't. I just wanted to know general answer. Yeah, basic cable. What are you up to? Yeah, I feel like it would suck if you were if you're from like a family of tradesmen because I feel like when when the new year or the the holiday season is upon them. You know, if your dad's a welder, odds are like you're gonna be a welder, and then if you're a welder, you there are a bunch of family of welders, you know. Mm-hmm. And what do you like? What do you talk about? What's exciting? You know, I was uh, fusing together metal the other day. <laughs> As you know, it was hot. It's usually hot. It's how we do it. Uh, you would think it's boring, but the way that my <laughs> the way they are is just the way they tell it is funny. Yeah, like everybody obviously on the podcast has heard of my dad. Yeah, but the way he explains like what he's doing at work is the funniest shit ever. But if he was just to say like, "Oh, it's hot in the shop," yeah, he's like, "I'm in there, I'm fucking sweating underneath my overalls, and sweat's dripping from my head to my fucking toesies, and all of a sudden a big piece of steel comes through, almost hits Eddie. I was like, "Fuck Eddie," I didn't even like him anyways. Yeah, and then I'm standing there, I'm like, "Eddie, what the fuck are you doing? Put the lock on the key, God." Yeah, because like, I, I, I. I Obviously, both of us have like tradesmen in our family, mm-hmm. and it's not like the way they describe. It's not. It's not that they talk even about what they're doing. It's about like how they're doing it. You know, yeah. it's like, I'm fucking busting ass. All right, I've been working doubles. I've been doing twelves. It's always about how long they've been working. You know. Yeah. I've been doing sixes. I've been doing sevens. I haven't stopped. Fucking Clarence comes in. He has this attitude like he could, he does one double and all of a sudden he, he fucking runs the plant. Now, I don't think so. And now, I, my chops are busted. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say he busted my chops. He says my chops are busted. I come into the shop. It's a fucking horror show. The guy doesn't put his torches back. He's got the fucking tanks left on. Fucking gas everywhere. I come in there. I'm working all day. This guy's eating. A, this guy's eating some soup, some potato cheddar soup. Like I want to eat some potato cheddar soup, but I'm out there sweating my balls sack off, trying to do his job. You're like, yeah. oh my god. Tell me more about Kevin. Yeah, and that's actually entertaining though. I think it's funny. No, no, I love it. There's I can listen, I can listen to it all day. Funnier than listening to the, to the dads talk about their their uh, their times at um, the steel mill. You know, yeah. There's just such a bunch of characters. Yeah, the worst is when people have a boring job and they're boring at telling how what their job do. is, but they yeah. just don't realize it. Because like the people that I know in my family that do boring jobs just avoid talking about work because yeah. they just know there's like nobody wants to hear this. You know? Yeah, but there's always the people that just demand saying like Sally from accounting, you'll never believe what she said the other day, and you're like, oh my god. When the when the not interesting person tries to tell a story, yeah, that's always the worst. You know, yeah. Because I always say, uh, not so much on Christmas because I usually, like I said, I see just the just my three three cousins and we just talk about sports or whatever yeah but on the on the mom's side when we all get together there's so many people it's like if you want to tell a story you better make it a good one otherwise no one's gonna listen to you for the rest of the night you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so it's like that's that's why our, my whole family is like like so expressive and so like on that side when they tell a story they're like so i was running i mean i was running you know they try to like really stretch the story as far as it could go yeah and the guy, he's chasing me. I'm telling you, he's chasing me. You always got to say everything twice to really enunciate it. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes, you know, you get the boring boring person yeah. in your life. Who's telling stories too loud and too long at your Christmas dinner? That's what we want to know. Yeah. 
who's your Uncle Eddie who yeah. comes in and just goes like, oh, you know, I'm working, still working down at the IAMS dog food plant, you know. Interesting. How they make the food. There's a lot more pork in it than you might think. <laughs> and I'm hearing it's because dogs need that and they crave the fats. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to infuse more fat into our product. Now, you all might be wondering. Whenever somebody says you all might be wondering, nobody's He's wondering. wondering. Yeah. You, know? you all might be wondering, so I'm just going to tell you. How do you get the fat in the dog food? Well, it's not as easy as you might think. And then everyone sits there looking down at their mashed potatoes, like swirling them around. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And they're waiting for him to say one racist thing because, you know, there's always one, that one family member. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you just wait for the, the key word. The F in something. Yeah. The F in something is where you're like, fuck, here we go. You know? Yeah, and there's like nobody in my family is like the, like the social justice warrior, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Because like I don't like it; it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. But I'm not gonna cause a stir at a family dinner because he dropped it, you know? Because like I don't know. Because like I think it's bad, and I'll tell him later. I'll be like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be like, come on, it's two thousand. Not do that in the Solberg house. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. And it's always an old guy, you know. What, what am I gonna do? Change him now? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fuck, guys, like eighty years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What what am I going to lecture an old man? Yeah. I will influence further generations, but I will not go back and try (laughs) to fix the platform. I will look to the future. (laughs) I will have racial discrimination no more in my house. On the Solberg Solberg name. That's like, I think me and you were talking once. Um, Like, if you were, if you were like in in an interracial relationship, like romantic relationship, Mm -hmm. I think the worst part would be since. Like where where we're from, it's like there's there's only like three racial things that you can even be, you know. Yeah. So if you if you date somebody from like fucking Peru, you know. Yeah. Just all the dumb shit that would get asked. So you guys you guys still riding the llamas or, or what's what's going on there, you know? Yeah. Because like you could only imagine like the dumb shit, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I dumb once, questions. Once my one of my aunts, she had a, a Chinese exchange student, and people asking like uh, like the questions. I bet you it's like so insulting to them but they, my family's just trying to be nice you know yeah but like then not everyone's like such a cultured person like some of them i don't even know if they've ever left manitoba you know mm-hmm. so it's like uh so like wait, wait, like the chopsticks with the rice like i mean how do you get those little grains like how do you get them i mean like do you ever use do you ever just feel the urge to use a spoon i mean and then everyone's looking at them like holy fuck holy fuck mm-hmm. and like what what that's just honest i would use a spoon you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know. I'm always worried about that. Luckily, like, because, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, which, you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just, you just, you just get nervous sometimes, you know. Like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to bring anybody to this family dinner, friends or significant other, if they're gonna feel like, oh my god, like this is hard. This is hor- horrible. Yeah, but it's not. My family's not that bad. No, my family's not like a bunch of fucking Confederate flag waving <laughs> motherfuckers. You know. Yeah, I always think it's crazy. Like when you see. They always have uh, uh, Donald Trump. I mean, he's a conservative writing. You know, they talk about it on the on the news, and they they cut to the guy flying the Confederate flag from his house. <laughs> it's like, who is that guy? You know, yeah. Where did he buy that flag, and how did he like weld it onto his house? You know, mm-hmm. like there's no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who does that? He spent a day doing that, and I feel like that's such an American thing. Like in the in Canada, like maybe we just don't have as many like hillbilly racists you know mm-hmm. but nobody flies their like their uh political flag as hard you know unless you're at country fest oh unless you're at country fest then they're wearing it then they're wearing it they're tattooing it they're speaking it into existence um here's another story for me okay um i used to always have a skating rink in my yard okay and so like one of the traditions on boxing day was that we'd have a, a hockey game oh, nice um, but like I said, my family's uber competitive and the rink doesn't have boards. So it's like, you're going to get hit into the snow and everybody just thinks the snow, is not, the snow is soft, but it's not. Yeah. And so everybody be cross checking, let back of the legs slashing. All the sticks are just like sharp. People are getting hurt. It's a bloody warfare out there. Yeah. And then my dad would invite all my friends over. Like, I don't know if you ever came over new years are close to that. I feel like it was people that live like around you, you know? Yeah. I was going to drive like over yeah yeah Yeah. and so he invited people over anyways and then we played a game of shitty and my dad would be like throwing kids into the snowbank yeah it was just fucking crazy it's so funny watching your dad play hockey because like he plays hockey the same way if he's playing in like men's league or if he's playing against like 10 year olds you know Mm -hmm. just fucking little little tasmanian devil you know Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, it's pretty funny. And then like the kid goes down, he's all hurt. He, and all all he has to say is like, "What? Kid's got to keep his head up." Yeah, he's fucking skating around like a little like a little uh, whirling dervish over here. Yeah, fucking, I'm a big guy. And he's like, <laughs> "Not a big guy, he's just bigger than a nine year old," you know? Yeah, he's like, "What? Come on, maybe teach your kid how to skate better. He wouldn't play a two, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty funny. He would never say sorry too. If oh, he no, if he no if he made your kid cry, he'd just be like, "Get up, come on." Come on, it didn't hurt. Come on. Wipe it off. Skate it off. Remember going... uh, You want to play goalie? (laughs) (laughs) The funniest thing... (laughs) I want to play goalie. (laughs) Where you'll definitely get hurt. Yeah. Uh, The funniest thing was... We always used to go uh, like tobogganing at the golf course. Hell yeah. And you have like a lifelong scar. You're scarred for life from tobogganing. Oh, I am. I'm right above my eye. Because I tried to jump from one sled to another sled. Remember you told me that story? I was like, what, 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 what's going on with your eye? And you're like, oh, my scar. Tobogganing accident. <laughs> I was like, what happened? You're like, tried to jump from one sled to another sled. I was like, like just on the ground, like they weren't moving. You're like, no, I was going full speed down the hill. Mm-hmm. I was like, how did you think that was going to work? Yeah, I know. It was just dumb. Because I had it on a jump. Yeah. Like I would jump off the jump, land onto the other sled. But I just went at it with way too much speed. And then I came and like my I bottomed out because I was trying to stop myself. Yeah. And then I went face first and then I, my eye went right into the corner of a metal sled. Oh, dude. Remember what we used to do? We used to make like a, like a train. We'd all go down at once. Oh. And then if you fell. Remember that one the one time? Uh, I think it was it was Nick Govin that got just destroyed by yeah. the GT racer. By like eight different I remember sleds. seeing that and I was like, oh, oh. Cause I think I was at like the top of the hill. And I was really going like, oh, oh. Oh, you know? Yeah. Because if you fall, you're you're leading the pack. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're getting destroyed. What happened was that we all went down consecutively one after another like a train. Yeah. And then one kid ate it and fell, but he was in the line of everybody else. So he literally got hit by like eight different sleds. I remember seeing GT Racer ski just right to the eye. Just poof. I was driving that one. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. That was crazy. And he's just lying there and everyone's like, what? Yeah. Some people were genuinely concerned. Some people were like, come on. Come on, dude. That's what you get for falling off. Yeah. Next time, don't fall off. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's sitting there. He's like almost dying. He's bleeding out. <laughs> Some eight-year-old kid's got a GT racer to the fucking dome. Yeah. All metal GT racer. Now they're plastic, but... Yeah, the metal ones. It's like the one that like some crazy like welding parent made, you know? Yeah. You don't need one of those store-bought ones. I'll make you a better one. <laughs> a heavier one. That's the key. Yeah. The heavier it is, the faster, the more momentum it has going down. That's always like... Any 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 dad can always twist what they made to make it better, you know? Yeah. It's like a, this store one says like, lightweight, new speeds. And they, that's not what you want. What you want is weight. <laughs> See, uh, it sounds weird, but weight equals speed. Yeah. You're like, that doesn't sound right. No, when you're going down a hill, it does. Trust me, it does. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like the only slow person out of your, all your friends because you're trying to drive this fucking metal bar of a sled. Yeah. Yeah. Did you name your sleds? No. I was oh, I always did. I, I was, was I was had my toboggan. I had a yellow one. I called it, I called it uh, yellow lightning. Yellow lightning. And then I had this green one it was like, it was like a box. I was like the box of death. I'll try to show it like what it looks like. You you put your knees up. Imagine your knees like at your chest, and then you you're like this. You're all like you're all in a ball because you barely even fit in it, even as a child. And the and the sides would go like like, it was it was a box and it was about probably like two feet long and like two feet high. So if you fell. It's like you, you're just gonna fall on your head, you know. Yeah. But that thing just flew. Like I don't know what was what was wrong with it, but it was like it was made for like the infants basically, because you'd have to like cram yourself just to get into it. Yeah. But if you crashed into someone, like you would take them out and you wouldn't even stop. You know. You're driving like a train car. Yeah, basically, it's basically like that. Like a small but toboggan version. Yeah. It's I, uh, funny. I always remember people because I never had like a, a sled, like an Arctic cat, like the ones you lay on. No, a sled. Like I'm talking, like oh, you know, ATV. Like you're talking about ATV. I was gonna say you're talking about a snowmobile. A snowmobile. Yeah. yeah. You know, how people always talk about their sleds. Yeah. I remember when I was really young, I was like, wow, these people really care about their toboggans. You know? Yeah. Because that's what I call my sled. Yeah. You know? And everyone, everyone's saying like they're doing jumps with their sleds and stuff. I'm like, where's all these jumps? You know? 
I didn't know that that meant snowmobile. They're like, what kind of sled do you have? You're like a GT racer. I have a yellow lightning. Yellow lightning. (laughs) Heard of it? You catch me at the golf course, sliding down the hill. They're like, oh. They're like, you 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 drive your sled on the golf course. Of course. How do you get it there? Yeah. No, I do. I do. It's weird. You might not think it. It's possible, but it is. Oh, Mm -hmm. it is. Do you drive it by yourself? Yeah, all the time. You can't fit more than one person on it. (laughs) (laughs) Who else would drive? Yeah. I always wanted one of those lay down sleds. That's always what I wanted. The cheapest ones, but they were the cheapest ones, but they're like the ski do ones. Oh, I know. It's always sad mm-hmm. when you went to the, when you went to Bogadig and there's that one kid with the crazy carpet. Oh yeah, those were the fucking worst. Yeah, those are the worst, and they're the cheapest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those cost like three dollars. It's like fucking seventy five cents. Yeah. yeah. No, you could fly down on those things though. If you like figure out how to <laughs> efficiently use a crazy carpet, you're the fastest person at the. At the uh, at the the hill, you know what the scariest one was the the saucer because you could never see where you're going and you're always returning. Yeah, yeah. and you're always you always hit, you always crash back first. Yeah, you get that nice whiplash. Your head cracks into another kid. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, tobogganing was like I still enjoy tobogganing. I would love to go again. I went last year with who? Not you, loser. Who'd you, you go with? Loser. I have other friends. <laughs> You know, I think it's funny. Go by yourself. What I always, what I always like to do when I was a kid is, uh, you know, those lay down sleds you're talking about. Yeah. Stand up with them and pretend like a snowboard, and then if you fall, you fall so hard, like oh, yeah, it's literally eat, crazy. Eat it. You fly. Yeah. And then you fly into another kid, and then some other person's mom gives you shit. Mm-hmm. Did that ever happen to you? Yeah. I always remember that was so awkward. Like when someone, when you're young, like like. 10 and under and someone else's mom yells at you it's such a weird feeling mm-hmm. like i remember once i was at the outdoor and i like accidentally tripped a kid and he fell and he like told his mom his mom came over and gave me just gave me primo shit mm-hmm. and i was thinking like first of all this kid told his mom so he's obviously a little pussy and i feel like i don't respect this kid anymore mm-hmm. even at nine oh, okay stitches 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 and snitches you know that one gotcha <laughs> stitches and the snitches and and you know you know. you know how that works the rest of it yeah okay uh and uh but then i'm thinking this mom is yelling at me and it's like at first i was scared but then i was like you're not my mom yeah you don't even know my name yeah i'm not gonna listen to you Mm -hmm. no you're not allowed to hit me were your parents like the type of parents that if a parent yelled at you they're cool with it like you deserved it kind of thing or were your parents like if a teacher yelled at me then yeah like i remember uh like I got in trouble once, and, and the teacher was like, "It's not a big deal." But Milan's in the office. And I'm like, "What?" He can like hear on the other side, you know. Yeah. And they're like, "What you tell him?" I said, and then like they give me worse shit than the principal could give me, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was it? What was the question? Do you like? Is were your parents okay with like other parents yelling at you? Um, I I feel like they weren't. You know, he's yeah. my son. I'll yell at him. You don't even know how to do it. Yeah, because my my like mom didn't really care who yelled at me but yeah. my dad was like he was the only person that was allowed to give me shit <laughs> it wasn't even out of like my son like it's my son like i should be able to parent him it was like i'm the only person who's allowed to give him shit like that's what it was yeah like just purely he was the only person i, I created know. this kid i have the right to yell at him yeah and he's like kind of like who the fuck are you to yell at my kid i yell at my kid he's accustomed to the way that i yell at him not you <laughs> <laughs> yeah the worst thing is um you know this year i'm trying to i'm trying to get in the holiday spirit I only have three days left or two days left, so kind of running out of time. Yeah. But it's hard because I go on Netflix. I'm like, surely there'll be a bunch of good Christmas movies on here. Dude, it's like fucking The Night that's spelled K-N-I-G-H-T before Christmas. Watch a fucking Christmas movie about a night. Oh, that movie is pretty dope. Come on. Dude, fuck that movie. How high is Vanessa Hudgens is the real question. Yeah, but like that doesn't make it good. The movie is actually pretty good though. Honestly, honest to God. Okay. I know it. Well, it's, bad first example, but you go on Netflix and they don't have any of the classics, man. Let it let it snow. That movie horrible. Really? Netflix. It sounds horrible. It is. My mom. This is a, this is actually a funny one. My mom will not stop watching Hallmark movies. It's like her addiction. Every time I go visit her, she's got it on the W Network. That's the network that plays the Hallmark Hallmark movies. And there's one. I shit you not. The actual plot of this movie is that all the Christmas trees in the town won't grow this year, and there won't be Christmas without them. <laughs> what are they gonna do with all the trees without the trees you know yeah it's like, are you shitting me this is a whole this is an hour and a half long movie and most of them are shot in winnipeg too eh? yeah it's like what what is this and then my point is on netflix there's no christmas vacation there's no home alone there's no home alone there's no well there's grinches on 
but the Grinch is on there. The Grinch is the one solid movie on there. Yeah. But then what are you going to watch after that? Exactly. No, the movies on Netflix are so bad. Like the ones made by Netflix for Christmas. Oh, really? I haven't even honestly honest to god go watch let it snow just to see how bad the act watch the first 10 minutes and you'll be like what is this it looks like it's filmed by like the closing time podcast really it's like i don't know <laughs> just kidding we're not shitty but the acting is like really really bad like it's like uh oh my god chase anderson not you you can you're not here oh what am I going to do? I don't like you. And then the whole plot is like, I don't like you. And then they like start to like each other because they have to hang out. And it's like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of those classic movies. Like I hate you, but I have to, I have to, for some figure, reason figure they're bound this. together. Yeah. I have to figure out how to stop this train with you. And it's like, now at the end of it, they're like, you're not a douchebag. I do love you. Chase Anderson. It's like, Oh my God, this is so douchey. Yeah. But the, the classic, the classic Christmas movies, Christmas vacation. I watch the movie every year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a they, classic. They played that at the Met. Yeah, where and he kicks the, he kicks Rudolph's head off. Yeah, that's the best part. What do this lights won't work? Yeah, it's so relatable. Yeah, because that's that's how shit actually works on Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. it's never it's never just like, oh, we'll just hang up the lights today, and then you do it, and then everyone goes, oh, wasn't that fun? It's always like, what the fuck? The fucking light! It's the, 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 I, I swear I fixed it. You know, it's just yeah. all. I night. swear I put more lights. Why is this? Why isn't this working? It's all why that, is this fit? It's all that that. Like talking under your breath, yeah, chatter, you know, yeah. But you're doing it by yourself most of the time too. Like my dad did all of his lights by himself, yeah. So I could picture him getting mad on his own, you know. And it's funnier. It's funny. You ever see someone and they think they're by themselves, so they're getting really mad, yeah. But uh, like, how am I even gonna say this? They think they're by themselves, so they're throwing a fit. Mm-hmm. But then when they realize they're being watched, they quickly go back to what they're doing. Yeah. I've seen that so much around like the Christmas season, you know? Mm-hmm. You're watching somebody try to put the star on top of the tree. Yeah. And they're like, do, 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 yeah, silver bells, silver bells. What the, what the hell? It's a fucking thing. Who made this stand? How could this go on any reasonable size bridge? I mean, then you walk in and it's a ring away. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. You Merry know? Christmas. All the gr- are, are, are all the gifts wrapped yet? <laughs> I hate that question so much. Are all the gift wraps are all your gifts wrapped yet? Why do you hate it so much? Because nobody actually cares if you wrapped your gifts or not. They just want to know that you're also in the same position as them. Because uh, nobody wraps their gifts until like the day before, unless you're fucking Unless you're Santa's elf, yeah, Santa's elf. I always want to see. I wanted to see uh, the Rudolph, like the, with the pup, with the creepy puppets. Yeah, apparently they took that off TV. What? Because of bullying. That's why it's not on. Yeah. Who bullies them? All the other reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> That's un- it's stupid. It's a David and Goliath story. Exactly. All the other reindeer don't like him, and it turns out the reason they don't like him turns out to be his greatest gift. Yeah. And he leads Santa through the, through the, through the gumdrop forest. Yeah, he, you know what? What's like, you know what's a classic is that I watched yesterday? What? Elf. I fucking hate Elf. Dude. You hate Elf? I've seen Elf like nineteen times, and I just hate it every. I hit more every year. The part where he calls the guy the Elf with the with like that's <laughs> pitching the story. What do you mean? Where he's like, uh, "You're a mad little Elf." I don't know that part. He's like in the office with uh, his dad. Oh yeah, and then he's like, the, "Oh yeah, you're a mad little elf. You're a mad little elf." What's the, okay, if you like the movie, what's the what's the best part of that movie? When he fucking chews the gum off of the, the railing. I like how he eats the spaghetti too. That makes me laugh. Or with the snowball part. <laughs> you know when he's like arms goes like. Oh yeah, okay, like the arm, like the cannon arm. I thought that was like the dopest part of the whole movie when I was a kid. Because I always, I always wanted to be in like authentic snowball fight, you know. But nobody you never it. went into you never in an authentic snowball fight. Never one that's like actually like real, like with like with bases. You know what I mean? Bases, like when you make forts out of the snow, oh, you like throw see. snowballs at each other. It's always just been like, <laughs> oh, stop throwing snow at me. That's it. That's how you snowball fought. <laughs> that's how you did it in your little your little country ass village. Oh my god, stop! Stop! Don't throw any you know, like, snowballs. Some hot cocoa. Don't throw snowballs at me. You're too sexy. <laughs> 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 that's what you said when you're nine years old yeah. <laughs> what did you say oh. to me you hit me in the face of the snowball don't throw snowballs you're too sexy ah this is ugh. <laughs> it's so funny Wade uh, your dad I came over and uh, he's like you like my lights 
And I'm like, yeah, like your lights. And he goes, it's fucking a lot to compete with with the fucking Johansons or whatever. Because <laughs> like uh, the people who live across from Braided, they have like Candy Cane Lane. Candy Cane Lane. Like I, I don't even know how to describe what they have. It's like full on like candy canes from the front of the driveway to the end. A bunch of blow. It's like Winter Wonderland. Yeah. And this, I just picture that poor guy trying to hang up one long ass strand of Christmas lights all around his house, you know. While the other people are watching, yeah, it's like Christmas with the cranks. Oh, dude, we watched that movie together because we were trying to get in the holiday spirit. Yeah, watch Christmas with the cranks. What you realize when you're older is how small a premise that movie has and how big they blow Blew it up. up. Yeah, you know, like they, the the point of the movie is like Tim Allen doesn't want to be home for Christmas, mm-hmm. and all the neighbors come in. They're like, what? He doesn't want to be home for Christmas. He's not going to be here. Put what are we going to do without Tim? Put up Frosty. I'm not putting up Frosty. I don't like Christmas. He's not going to put up Frosty. And then now you you realize like nobody would give a fuck. It was if in the, I left today, nobody would care. Or, or they put it in the news. Like oh, the, yeah. They printed it in, in the, the paper. News, yeah, in the paper. Yeah. Tim Crank's God for holidays? Question mark. Yeah. And it's like a picture of them in the fucking tanning salon. Where, like, the pastor keeps checking out the girl's tits. Oh, yeah. She goes, father. And she fucking covers up. Yeah, and he just keeps looking at it. I was like, this is the creepiest shit I've ever seen. This would never fly today. (laughs) This would never fly today. Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks. That's on Netflix. Christmas with the Closing Time. You betcha. Thank you so much for listening to the Closing Time Christmas Spectacular. We hope you enjoyed it. It was a little shorter than usual, but uh, we wanted to make sure that you had time to listen to this episode and open your gifts and enjoy them and have a great Christmas, have a great holidays. And so we're happy to bring this episode to you as a little closing time Christmas present. Exactly. We just want to get you in, get you out, give you a little taste of what it's like, what the holidays are like from our point of view. But we hope you enjoy your Christmas. We hope that you follow all the closing time accounts, uh, such as... The Instagram at the Closing Time Podcast or the Twitter uh, at the Closing Time Pod. Or follow us on Instagram or Twitter. You betcha. At Milan Haransky. Pretty simple. At Braden Solberg on Instagram. Not on Twitter. At Solberg Braden. You betcha. Don't even think about that other one. Don't even think about it, losers. All right. Have a great Christmas. Have a great holidays. And make sure before you leave if you came back to your hometown of your high school you make sure you have that hallmark moment what are the holidays for Braden? for creating memories that last forever that's one of them but it's also about telling your high school crush how you really feel during the holiday times and if you haven't learned anything from hallmark movies you better have learned that and you better know that christmas trees and without christmas trees there can't be christmas that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right see you guys next time in the new year Baby, new decade. (laughs) Goodbye.